If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, you know, I know how difficult it can be to um, go through your days without uh, purpose. And I know what a great joy it can be to find your purpose and to live it. And at Bravehearts Radio, we are at our best when we're helping others to find that genuine voice within ourselves or within themselves, you know, within our, within our, our audience and our, our Bravehearts. Today, we're going to be talking about the cooking show. Um, you know, as divisive and divided as our world can be uh, at times, we do like to eat each other's food. And so I think uh, cooking is uh, a way to bring people together. And uh, I, when I met Weeda Duncan, we we had a connection about uh, about putting together a TV program, and uh, and that was uh, that we'd been excited about getting that going. And uh, so today, Weeda Duncan is joining me on the show. Hey, welcome again, Weeda. Thank you, Brian. It's good to be back. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when, when we, we first met at the, um, the Valley of uh, Relational Spaces in, uh, the, uh, that the Sutra uh, folks put on in January. So it's, it's, it's been quick. You know, you, you look at, oh, well, what, what have you done this year? Well, you know, we got a, we've got a, a, a TV program that's in the works. And uh, we've got we've got a variety of reasons for doing this, right? Um, but uh, the, the, for a long time, I've had this idea that um, bringing people together uh, around food is is just a way to m- really make a connection. And like I said, as divided and divisive as things can be, um, we do like to eat each other's food. And um, I, you know, I, I don't know if we uh, we we, we want to share a lot of recipes today. Um, but, uh, maybe one or two. Um, so, um, I don't know. I just, I turn it, I'll just throw it over to you. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about this topic when you first posted and you said, we're going to do the cooking show. Yeah. And I know that we've been talking about food for a long time mm-hmm. and, you know, as you know, I, I traveled all over the world. I've been mm-hmm. to six continents so far. And the thing that would prompt me to go back to every single country is the food. Wow. And there, there are some countries, for instance, um, Vietnam. Um, a friend of mine hosted a birthday party there in 2010. And I remember when I got the invitation I, and I thought, who, me? We're, we're going to Vietnam, really? And kind mm-hmm. of, whoa. And little did I know, I, I knew very little about the, the French influence in the Vietnamese culture. Uh-huh. And how their cuisine was so so infused into the Vietnamese culture. Interesting. Delicacies and the, the way that they prepare their food is such a such a high palate. Uh-huh. And so you know, if for no other reason, I will be going back to Vietnam for the food. Well, that is you know that is very interesting. Um, I I have a Vietnamese cookbook, and it. You know, I don't know if you do this, but I'll uh, I'll I'll get a book and I'll read part of it, and I'll get a good idea and go, oh, that was a that was a good book. Even even if I didn't read the whole book, if I got a good idea from it, uh, I don't know that I've read the entire Vietnamese cookbook, but there is one 
recipe that I use over and over and over again. And it's, it's a simple recipe for pot roasted rice. And it's just uh, cooking the rice, uh, cooking white rice, brown rice in um, uh, butter or, you know, olive oil, whatever you want for for flavor until it uh, gets kind of browned and then adding the water and then cooking it like that. So what it what it does is it doesn't stick together. It's like every rice, uh, every grain of rice is uh, is yeah, its own uh, its own little fried uh, fried uh, tidbit. And, uh, um, you know, they had onions or what they call the trinity. You know, um, what is that? Onions, carrots, and celery, I think. And, um, yeah. So. You want to know, know who else cooks with their rice like that? No. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> it's a very Arabic um, approach to cooking rice. And okay. years, ago, years ago, I was involved with someone from Egypt. And, I, and so, you know, you think you know all about cooking. You think mm-hmm. you know all about preparing food until you in time with someone else from a different culture. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, first of all, I was like, that's weird. And I was like, that's smart. You know, yeah. um, there's, there's something about, there's a science, as you know, to, to cooking and there's a, a d- different approach in different parts of the world. Um, I remember the last cooking class I took. Um, my daughter had a birthday par- birthday celebration in Bali and we had a cooking class um, it was just a private cooking class, the two of us, and they set mm-hmm. up this entire station. And at the end of the entire process, we're like, oh, my God, we actually made this. It was it was incredible. Yeah. So there's something to be said about the science behind cooking, something to be said about the whole therapeutic process of cooking, mm-hmm. and that you at the end of it, you get to enjoy your own creation, which yeah. is so cool. Well, you know, it's it's interesting you mentioned the science of cooking because I've heard that there's a science to baking and there's an art to uh, cooking. And it, it may be maybe things like I, I like to make stir fry, for example. And I think that there's maybe there's more of an art to stir fry because it's uh, it's kind of like, um, well, this is what I got. I think that'd be good together. And just, you, yeah, you just put it together and it's um uh, you know, it's more of an abstract than, than uh, uh, Mondrian or something like that. Uh, but it, the scientific part of it is the baking where, um, uh, you know, a, a certain amount of flour to a certain amount of sugar and to a certain amount of apples and what, what have you. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit more, um, uh, a good outcome is a little bit more dependent on, uh, on, on following the, the measure. <laughs> hmm. you know, sounds, as, as, sounds like something a coach might say <laughs> <laughs> hmm. i wonder if hmm. a coach would say that hmm. you know the, 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 as we're as we're going through this conversation there's so many metaphors that are coming to mind for mm-hmm. me, right and you know we, we we've touched on it in different conversations that we've had in the past mm-hmm. about the, the, the potpourri of humanity. And when you talked about stir frying and kind of throwing things together, you know, if we think about the American experiment, right? Mm-hmm. It started off with one ingredient and it, you know, was founded on different principles, but here we are 240 something years later as a potpourri. Mm-hmm 
of humanity and representation from every corner of the world. And the, 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 you know, as watching the State of the Union address last week, and I'm not sure how many of your viewers watched it, mm-hmm. but you know, without inserting any type of politics into this conversation, I thought it was one of the best State of the Union addresses I've ever heard in a wow. long time. And here's, here's why I say that. Okay. The president said, our adversaries are not waiting for us to, you know, they're not waiting on our, on our, ad, our advancement or our lack of advancement. They're moving forward as if we're not even part of the story. Mm-hmm. And that we're so busy fighting with each other, this internal, you know, the, the, you know the saying, a house divided yeah. cannot stand. Mm-hmm. And there's so many wonderful opportunities that exist in this country mm-hmm. because we are a potpourri of different yeah. nations, right? Yeah. So w- wouldn't it be fabulous if we had an awakening, like a, yeah. our own renaissance, and, and have our own stir fry of ideas and our yeah. own stir fry of, of collaboration and curiosity? Because you have to be curious in order to even let's go back to the, the cooking metaphors. Mm-hmm. You have to be curious to want to pick up a Vietnamese cookbook. Yeah. Right. Like what made you pick up a Vietnamese cookbook, Brian? Didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Curious, you know, and um, right? uh, sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, and there's, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's some, there, there are some recipes in there I've, I've used, um, but uh, you know, the, the, there, I, I was there, the, my favorite one, of course, is the one that my mom gave me in 1979 for Christmas, and it's uh, it, it's it, uh, the the inscription says "Do a budding gourmet," you know, Christmas 1979. So I was I was 20 years old, and uh, I've had that ever since. It's got it's got four pictures for each recipe and about three other varieties for the recipe, and only only a couple paragraphs of text. So it's, it it looks like it's pretty simple, but a lot of them are are um, a little bit more complicated. And it's essentially from all around the Mediterranean. So uh, there's, uh, there's Spanish paella and there's Italian, there's Greek, there's uh, Lebanese and there's, uh, you know, there's Algerian octopus. And I mean, all kinds of uh, things that you just, uh, I haven't tried that one, by the way. Um, So uh, you're going to love it. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those, yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot to that, but uh, the one that's all beat up and the most used is my, uh, my German American cookbook that I got in Southern Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. That, having a Minnesotan accent. The Minnesota. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like that would be German country, you know, but, um, but yeah, that there that there are uh, areas in that uh, area of southern Minnesota that are very German, and uh, the, the the recipes in there are things like, um, well, New Ulm was uh, was the town, and Ulm, of course, is a is a place in Germany, and New Ulm, of course, is a place in Minnesota, Minnesota, and um, there were uh, there were things like uh, Wiener Schnitzel, which um, you know I, th- I think the. It's one of those things that if you don't know, you probably think it's a hot dog, you know, Wiener schnitzel. No, it's it's Wiener as in Vienna, Vienna style schnitzel, which is a, which is a cutlet, and it's uh, it's the Italian version of um, uh, veal parmesan, I suppose. You know, it, uh, 
or I mean, it's the German version of what the Italian would call veal parmesan. So, hey, we're coming up on our first break. Can you believe it? Um, we're, uh, remember, you can, you can be a sponsor of the show uh, and help out. You know, you're not just helping out your business and you're not just uh, promoting the work that you do. Uh, you're helping out uh, the kids and the families at BraveHeartsForKids.org. Um, as little as $280 a week and um, you're making lives better for families and kids with cancer. And, uh, you know, it's never been a more important time than it is right now. So stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these very important messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the mission gets uh, accomplished. And we are planning a couple of trips. Um, they're to Machu Picchu this September and December. Uh, check it out at machupichu.braveheartsadventures.org. Uh, braveheartsadventures.org is vacations with purpose. Uh, talking with uh, Weeda Duncan today about the, um, uh, well, the cooking show. And, you know, the thing about the cooking show, the whole idea is um, is something uh, that was, uh, it was one of the, one of the great political statements I've ever heard. And I remember hearing it in February of 2008 and going to coffee with my, with my conservative buddies at, um, in Bismarck and telling him, you know, I heard this guy talk the other day and he, he's, he's going to win and he's going to win big. Uh, Barack Obama said, uh, what binds us together is greater than what divides us. 
And I, I believe that sincerely. Uh, I think it's in, in a sense, what I, what I believe I understand is that he meant it as Americans, um, that what binds us together is greater than what divides us. Uh, I think that in, in a bigger sense, even than that, uh, what binds us together as people is the spirit that flows through us. And because of that, there is nothing that can divide us. Um, you know, in, in, um, uh, bigger, in the bigger picture, I suppose. <laughs> um, but, um, we were going to talk a, a little bit, Wita, about um, uh, the the uh, what the uh, uh, our heritage, our recipes that we grew up with, some of the things that were handed down. Um, th- did you did you want to share something, or should I just go ahead? You know, well, first let's talk about Machu Picchu, as you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and I'm hoping to be able to join in December. Yeah. Um, when when you get to Machu Picchu. Um, well, when, when I was there in 2012, first of all, Peru as a country is absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. And that's another place I would go back to for the food. Mm. Um, we got to Machu Picchu on the Orient Express from, from Cusco. Mm-hmm. And when you get to Machu Picchu, you, you want to have your passport stamped. Mm. Because they, they, they have a special stamp for, because it's one of the seven wonders of the world, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it is literally breathtaking, not only because you're, you know, over 12,000 feet up, but the, 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 the culture, the history, the food, um, the music, it's just absolutely enriching. Mm. So I'm really... I'm, I'm, you know, God's willing, I will be back there with you in December to participate in, in the retreat because I, and I know it's going to be a special retreat. Yeah. Um, now, when you talk about heritage, it's, it's interesting because most of the places, if not all the places I've been to in the world, people think I'm from there. Hmm. Okay. So, for instance, so, so as we talked about, and as you know, I'm Jamaican by birth. Mm-hmm. And what does that really mean, right? Um, Jamaica is the largest English-speaking island in the Caribbean. Okay. It's not the largest island because you have Hispaniola, which oh, yeah. has Haiti Cuba. and Dominican Republic and Cuba is there as well, yeah. the uh, largest Spanish-speaking um, island. Um, but Jamaica was one of the most popular places for people from around the world. So. Um, before the British took it over, it was a Spanish um, protectorate. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a lot of cities like Ocho Rios and, you know, a lot of Spanish names in Jamaica, let's put it mm-hmm. out. And I, I don't know if you know this, but this, the Pirates of the Caribbean oh, yeah. is based on Port Royal in Jamaica. Okay. And it was called the wickedest place on earth. <laughs> I have heard about that, I believe, yeah. It was not only the wickedest place on earth, but it was also the richest place on earth. Oh, yeah. So the Spanish were there, and you know, the British came, but, but, but not only the British, but the Chinese came. Yeah. And the East Indians came, and the Lebanese came, and the Syrians. And in, in, um, it was in the 1400s, um, in the, during the Spanish Inquisition, that a lot of people from, uh, Jewish people from around the globe, or from, from Spain, actually, 
came to Jamaica. So, so within my bloodline, I, as we talked about previously, I have West African blood. I have mm-hmm. East African blood. I have a little Filipino blood. Oh, yeah. I have Scottish blood, a little Swiss blood. Mm-hmm. So for me, what, what does that mean? That means that I feel comfortable anywhere I go in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important because I think it's good to be reminded as we're talking about food and, and what the things that connect us and, and talk about Barack Obama's statement about the things that that c- connect us are stronger than the thing that's, things that divide us. Mm-hmm. Is to remember that at the end of the day, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. We're all humans. And I think the more we can think about it, that we're all frail. And for, for whatever reason, you know... I don't think this is a new thing to the world, but there seems to be a lot of fear, a lot of fear of the unknown. A lot of, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think you know when you know when uh, when I uh, one of the things I uh, I I don't follow uh, the news very well. I mean, I really don't follow the news much at all, and uh, I I find that to be um, um, uh, you know I, you you can't help but find out about things because you're just online uh, as a person is online. Um, but um, what, what I, what I perceive in the political spectrum is a sense that, um, Hey, those other guys, you should be afraid of them. And it doesn't matter which you think those other guys are um, because it's, you know, that's, that's the, that's, that's what, I, and I think that's what the that what people get uh, get so aggravated with politics about is like, dang, you guys keep trying to make us afraid of something, fear something, you know, fear the fear the others. And um, uh, most of us, uh, I believe, are in 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 the middle. And I I, I, uh, I like to think the the midpoint of the bell curve is the high ground. Yeah. And I really don't understand why somebody <laughs> somebody can't can't capture that and um yeah, politically um but i guess here's, i just you know i just don't understand it well enough here's what comes to mind for me because i used to be registered with one party and i and i thought to myself i said you know what no i don't want to be registered with one party i'm going to be independent mm-hmm. because yeah. i don't want you to assume mm-hmm. that because i'm registered with your party that you offer the the ideas and beliefs that I share during during whatever moment in time. Mm-hmm. So you know, for me, it's a value based reason why why I decided to become independent. But yeah, you know, anytime you have two distinct teams, you're setting yourself up for a fight. Yeah. You're basically you're you're creating division and opposition because you're you know you're 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 saying, well, I choose this team over another, but. I'm, mm-hmm. this, is my, this is my prayer. My prayer is that one day we'll get to the point where there is no such thing as a Democrat or a Republican, mm-hmm. that people will vote only based on their value system. And that, and it, it's, it's going to require a, a really um, difficult and hard look at the whole system as a whole, because it's broken, it's not working. Mm-hmm. And it's created way too much division. And then when people want to exploit it, it's very easy to exploit that, that whole premise of the other. Yeah. And 
I don't ascribe to that. I don't, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that people, everyone's entitled to their opinion, Yeah. but I should not become your automatic enemy just because I don't agree with you. That should not be the case. You know, so there, there should be a point where people can have discourse and people can disagree and, you know, and, and, and that's okay because now you're putting new ideas out into the world and, and, mm-hmm. you know, but I, you know, but our hearts, a lot of our hearts are so hardened and we're, it, it's more important to be right mm. than, than to be righteous. It's more important to be right. That, that's the that's a perception that 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 uh, that people have. I, I don't think that's your that's not your stance, right? <laughs> that's the perception that people have. Yeah, more important for them to be right than mm-hmm. righteous, or for them to be in relationship with each other. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to you know building a coalition, and hopefully, the people that are listening today would would say, you know what that sounds pretty cool. Like, you know, I don't have to be baked into one party or another. Yeah. I, I don't have to ascribe to this polarity of, you know, whatever it means to be part of each party. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more important for me to be human and to, and to be curious and to be accepting of differences. And I think if we can get to that place, you know, I think I feel we'll be cooking with gas. You like you like that, that you know that phrase, cooking with yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, and, and um, uh, you know, we're gonna we're going going to break in a couple minutes again. I'm going to share one of the recipes um, that um, it's 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 um it's not baking. So okay, my 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 grandma uh, Reinbold, um, she lived in Hebron, North Dakota. My my grandfather came to the United States from Romania, but his grandfather went to Romania from Alsace, which is now part of France. But when grandpa's grandpa left, it was part of Germany. So, you know, God help us if we can figure out who we are, you know. Um, so, uh, but gra- grandma made, uh, made thin pancakes for us. And uh, she lived after grandpa died. He, he, was, he had a coal mine and he was uh, uh, killed in an accident in his coal mine in 1943 when, when my dad was 10 and grandma had eight kids. And she uh, moved to town, moved to a little house in Hebron, North Dakota, in western Mort- Morton County, with no central heat. She lived there, you know, all most of the time that I ever knew her until she got older. And uh, she would make thin pancakes when we would stop there in a jumping-off place for our our travels. And um, she had a, a, a gas stove and a cast iron skillet, and she whipped up some batter that she had no recipe for. Because when I asked her for the recipe, she, 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 she was, she was puzzled. You know, what, what do you mean recipe? You know, it's like, well, how much, um, how much should, of stuff do you put into it? Well, you put, I just, I just put it in and, and pour a little bit of in the Crisco, put some Crisco in there and, and, uh, and then put a little, and then she, with her wrist, she'd move the pan around and a wooden spoon and or wooden uh, spatula, she would turn it over, and uh, she made a stack of those things. We'd eat those things rolled up with Cairo syrup. Um, didn't even have maple syrup, so um, uh, so so that's what we did. And um, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk more about recipes. I'm gonna get one from you, Wido, when we come back from the break. Uh, going to break once again. Uh, you can support Brave Hearts for Kids for as little as $280 a week, braveheartsforkids.org, really helping out some families and, uh, and especially the kids that have cancer. Uh, check that out and do what you can. Um, 
today. So stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these great messages. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. We broadcast live on the Voice America flagship variety channel uh, Mondays at 3 Central Time. And we're on demand 24-7, all 88 episodes of the show now on your favorite podcast uh, service. So uh, coming into the third segment, I always like to say something about the National Day Calendar. National Day Calendar is the one of the great sponsors of the Bravehearts, Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. April 28th, um, which was just last week, was National Bravehearts Day, and we had a really nice program. You can find the link to the daily show at braveheartsradio.org. Um, it, you know, it's really, it, it, it's fun. It's two and a half minute show, and they're on, uh, you know, 20,000 radio stations nationwide. Um, today's Paranormal Day. And Vicuna Day. Well, it's actually Textiles Day, but the show talked about Anna talked about uh, Vicuna as, uh, which is um, you'll be able to you know come to um, Machu Picchu with us. And uh, Daniel said that they have Vicuna textiles in the um, uh, in the villages above Pizac. So um, bring um, bring as much gold as you can carry. I guess I think. <laughs> Vicuna is worth its weight in gold, you know. So, um, so uh, we're here with uh, Weeda Duncan talking about the cooking show and all the things that that bind us together uh, rather than divide us. And I think food's one of them. Um, you were you were going about to share a recipe with us, Weeda, or a, a, a story? 
I'm going to share a recipe, but you said that today is paranormal day. Yeah. And um, wouldn't it be interesting if, you know, the thing that would bind us together is, you know, what the paranormal can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, or if we were invaded by another being, like, would, would, would that bring us together? I don't know. What do you think? You know, it's it's interesting that you know the the movies, uh, the Independence Day, for example. I think is one I think of um, where um, the whole world comes together and and fights the aliens, and uh, the whole world came together to to fight the pandemic. Uh, you know, to a degree, you know, not to the dramatic effect of um, of the uh, of you know the the big screen at blockbuster adventures, but um, the uh, it was something that that brought people together, and I, I, I think of the uh, the connections that we've made over the past year as the tail side of the COVID coin. Yeah, for me, COVID has been not not initially, but eventually, COVID became a blessing to me because um, I was able to join a writing group in Edinburgh, Scotland. Mm-hmm for those who don't know where Edinburgh is mm-hmm. and just welcomed with open arms. And, you know, recently I had a, a, a brief hospital stay and I was, I felt obliged to send them a message from my hospital room. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not able to join today. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, to, to feel loved and um, supported and listened to. Mm-hmm. And and you know and there and it was this interesting thing about the group. It's called Rogue Riders, and they're in Edinburgh. And if anybody from Rogue Riders is watching, I miss you and I love you because I haven't mm-hmm. been the last couple of Sundays. Um, I think I was invited to Rogue Riders at one point, and uh, yeah. I still have yet to make my initial appearance. Yeah, but you know, we each take turns reading from our books, our poetry, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever we're writing, and everyone takes turn if they choose to critique and it's such a civilized way of in, interacting with other humans and, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, sometimes people's feelings get hurt, but nobody has a meltdown that says, Oh my God, I'm going to come and you know, I'm going to stab you and I'm going to kill all your kids because I don't, I don't like what you said about my, you know, my book. That's your yeah, story. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, and maybe maybe the two of us are idealists, and maybe you know, and and maybe maybe that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. But wouldn't it be nice if we could become part of a different community? So for me, COVID, you know, introduced me to Rogue Riders, um, and we talked about what happened after the murder of George Floyd. That I wrote a poem, which you you've you've um, watched as I had mm-hmm. it, I had it animated. Um, spectacular death. Spectacular yeah. death. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube if anybody wants to watch it. Spectacular death by Rita Duncan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that my creativity was heightened during COVID, and I just wanted to learn more about what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during my break at school, as I'm finishing up my MBA at the University of Bath, I decided to take an eight-week course at Cornell because I wanted to. I wanted to, to learn about diversity and inclusion. And so I think that having that certification ties into this conversation mm-hmm. really well because 
in the world of food, you have diversity. Mm-hmm. The coconut doesn't say to the pineapple, you don't belong in this, in this um, fortune. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've got a recipe going right now here. <laughs> you know what I mean? The banana doesn't say to the, to the, to the plantain, get out of here. Mm-hmm. We don't look like each other. So, so the recipe that I'm about to share with you is my recipe for, for curry shrimp. How much time do we have left? Oh, we, we have time. Okay. So the way that I make my curry, um, I start with the oil in the pan, mm-hmm. usually olive oil. Um, as virgin as possible and then I add the curry powder and I mix it it starts to foam in the bottom of the pot Mm, Um, then I add the cut up potatoes I usually put the white potato and I put um, sweet potato cut into about one inch blocks Mm -hmm. and when when that's cut up um, and I season the shrimp separately so I I like to use sasson so I use Two, you know, if I use a pound of shrimp or two pounds of shrimp, maybe two packs of sasson, black pepper, cumin, um, and sometimes I add uh, teriyaki, a little teriyaki sauce, um, and sesame oil. I also add um, scallion, fresh garlic, mm-hmm. like half half a what do you call it? It's not a clove, but the ha- a head, half a head of garlic, mm-hmm. um, thyme. Mm-hmm. T-H-Y-M-E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what else I put? Sometimes I put leek, like cut up leek in there. And once the potatoes are halfway done, I put the, the shrimp in. And I also add, um, sometimes I put uh, onions and tomatoes. The, the key thing is to put um, a chicken stock to as the gravy gets uh-huh. thicker, as the curry starts to coagulate with the, mm-hmm. with everything and it comes together. And it's like, it's like a symphony. So that's, mm-hmm. that's like my curry. Yeah. If you no. use it, just message me on, uh, on Duncan tree at uh, Facebook. Yeah. And uh, when you mentioned Duncan tree, uh, Duncan fruit tree foundation. Um, dot, dot org. Org. Yeah. Dot, dot, Duncan tree foundation.org. That's. Um, so um, it's made by Goya. And it basically, um, it's a, a orangish color powdery substance that you put in. It's, it's, it's a little salty, but it's very flavorful. Mm, it's, like the, okay. it's, like, it's like it has saffron in it. So it's like the color of my shirt. Okay. It's a powder that you add and it takes your food to another level. It's saffron, another one of those, another yes. one of those things that's worth its weight in vicuna <laughs> in gold. Yeah. <laughs> One more thing I should mention. I also yeah. put a little jerk sauce. Mm-hmm. Jamaican. Now, uh, Jamaica with um, uh, with uh, with its uh, combination uh, heritage roots, uh, is it blessed by uh, by being known for English food? Um, is or is it? Uh, Jamaica is such a very unique place. Well, yeah. it's still, it's still part of the British Crown. The Queen is still still the head of state. Even um, even now, even now. Oh, okay. Even now. Um, Interesting. So that we have a governor general that reports to the queen, uh-huh. and then we have a prime minister, and then we have you know the the, the parliament, which is uh-huh. very very British. But in terms of what what did we what did we inherit? Well, obviously tea. Yeah. You know, so we we love our tea, but 
we have the best coffee in the world, Blue Mountain Coffee. Okay. In case you weren't aware. And and the best beer I've ever had. I don't drink beer anymore, but Red Stripe was my favorite. You know. So. Yes. And <laughs> and when I take you and a bunch of other people to Jamaica, you, we we're going to try Dragon Stout. Mm-hmm. Um, have you tried Guinness Stout? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Dragon Stout is the sister to Guinness, but it's a, a lot smoother and it's a little bit sweeter. Oh, you're good. That, that sounds like something you could cook with too, I think. Um, you know, I, haven't, that, I haven't cooked with it yet, but yeah. I'm looking forward to um, organizing retreats. You know, hopefully we can partner together. We can go to different places, including Peru. Absolutely. Well, you know, Peru is the beginning of the, uh, the, the retreat um, adventure at uh, Bravehearts Adventures, bravehartsadventures.org. Vacations with Purpose. I'm kind of, kind of getting good at working those uh, little plugs in there like that, DuncanTreeFoundation.org. Uh, you know, and uh, um, you can find out all of those things at uh, BraveHeartsRadio.org. But, um, yeah, I think Jamaica's on the list. I have Jamaica, the Philippines, India, Thailand, Australia, South Africa. I mean, that's just the list that we've put together in a, in a quick brainstorming session. Um, I could see traveling the world and connecting with people. And you know, somebody had mentioned about, um, you know, the, uh, the show Anthony Bourdain used to do, um, you know, travel right. the world and, and do things like that. So um, there's a new show on CNN. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned the name to you recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's discovering Italy. I forget the name of the mm-hmm. book. So maybe we can, do we have one more break after this or this is the last break? We got, we got one, one break um, in about two minutes. And then we'll, we'll be, if, after that, we'll be heading down the home stretch. Can you believe that? Perfect. Um, I, first of all, I loved Anthony Bourdain's show mm-hmm. uh, because of the originality of it. He wove history into it, yeah. politics and the cultural dynamics um, of each country that he visited. It was, it was fascinating. Um, so there's a, this new show on CNN, and I don't think anyone can replace him. Yeah. But wouldn't, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could create our own food Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Sounds like a great plan. So we're going to be going to break, our final break of the day, and then coming back to uh, bring it home after that. Remember, you can support Brave Hearts for Kids and and, uh, uh, do something good for your business and the kids um, for as little as $280 a week. Connect with us at braveheartsradio.org, and we'll get you set up with that. Stick up, stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these very important messages. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Yeah, welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And uh, we're planning those trips to Machu Picchu this uh, September and December. Uh, Bravehearts adventures uh and then uh, you know talking with weeda duncan from uh duncan tree foundation duncan tree foundation.org um well and you know we, we didn't talk uh, in, uh you know, much at all about uh duncan tree foundation and, and the tremendous work that uh is being done there in jamaica in trinidad in uh the philippines and uh and i, I expect you're you're moving to other parts of the world to uh to help kids there too, right? Well, you know, um, in the 13 years of our existence, um, the, the last nine years were dedicated to scoliosis missions. Mm-hmm. I call it the Doctors Without Borders for Spine Surgery. Um, Doctors Without Borders for, for Spinal Surgery, yeah. It's a kind of bullet down for people. So what the foundation has been able to accomplish um, we've conducted over 20 mission trips to at those three countries that Brian mentioned. And we've heard from about, I, I want to say, 16 other nations around the world, including Pakistan, Algeria, Czech Republic, uh, India, Trinidad, Dominica. So, you know, people are aware of us. And mm-hmm. so where we are now... Um, due to COVID, elective surgeries were put on hold, but that's the other opportunity that COVID has presented because I was able to dust off an idea that's about 10 years old in moving into an online space. And, you know, for people who don't know who we are, we provide equity and inclusion to underserved communities Mm -hmm. through healing, teaching, and empowerment. So what we're trying to do is basically uplift people who are under-resourced. And so what COVID has helped us do, you know, is look at how we can uplift people in an online space, either through a podcast or an online television show Mm -hmm. and keep keeping the politics out of it, but bringing new ideas, fresh ideas and inspirational messages to people who are looking to make a change in their own lives and in the lives of other people. And so Brian, you're part of the planning process. You're part of the team, which Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about. And it's going to be interesting to see where we take it from here. um, On May 5th, so two days from now, you and I are supposed to be getting together on Clubhouse to have our first 
at, at about uh, it's at seven o'clock uh, central time. Is it? Uh, It'll be seven p.m. So we can we can make it. We can change the time to central time, so we can make it yeah. eight p.m. We can make it eight p.m. Is it? Is it? Eight, I, I, I th- that's just what I remember off the top of my head here. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we we haven't we haven't officially set the time, but it'll either mm. be seven or seven seven p.m. or eight p.m. Eastern time. So just keep an eye out on Facebook, Duncan Tree Foundation on Facebook, mm-hmm. and on LinkedIn as well, and on Twitter, Duncan Tree. Yeah. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this next phase of the organization, in how we tell our story, yeah, and in how we help other people tell their story. Yeah, and it's really again about how we can join together to help uplift uplift each other. And you've got some really really quality content on YouTube with the uh, the success stories of the of the kids. Um, Absolutely, that's the thing that I love. You know, I love meeting the kids. That's like the favorite part of the trip. Every time mm-hmm. we go to Jamaica or the Philippines, the day the entire team gets to meet the kids and their family members. Yeah. It's like Christmas, New Year's, birthday, all rolled into one. And then it gets even better the next year when you go back and you see them after surgery, after they've healed. And a lot of the kids that we work with have been bullied. Mm-hmm. They've been marginalized. They've been made to feel less than. A lot of them don't have friends. They don't have a network. and They don't have a community. And it's good to see a year later, you know, this is this one young man I said to him, Vince, you know, Vince Michael, Vince Michael, how many friends do you have? I have lots of friends. And the year before, we had none. You know yeah. what I mean? So <clears throat> it's really very, very satisfying. Uh, it, I can't even begin to describe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's uh, in, in, uh, in Philippines or uh, it was, was that example? That was from the Philippines. And yeah. I think that was our second trip to the Philippines. So yeah. we started going there in 2014. And then we went back again in 2015. We skipped 2016 because of their elections for safety reasons. Oh, yeah. And then we went back in a 17, 18, and 19. Yeah. Um, you know, so one of the one of the things that um, we had a fundraiser at the, one of the diplomats, Jamaican diplomats um, locations, and we invited the former governor of, of New York, David Patterson, to speak. And he's legally blind. Oh, okay. And I remember... He literally, he had us all shaking because he was telling the story about being rejected as a, as a teenager. Nobody really believed in him, although he was really, really smart. And he went from being a reject to being the governor of the state. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, Wida, you don't know what these kids are going to grow up to be. Yeah. They can, they're going to be the ones who could find the cure for cancer. They could be the ones who create the next no and and so don't as joe biden said in in the state of the state of the union address don't bet against america and my my thing is don't bet against a kid yeah because we don't know what these young people are going to turn out they're going to save us from ourselves <laughs> and i and i think that was made true after george floyd's murder yeah. how many kids came out in protest because they realize this is wrong and this has to stop. Yeah. So I think that, you know, let, you know, as we, we close the, this show, 
if there's anything that we talked about today, whether it's you know Vietnamese food or you know Jamaican food, whatever whatever your your flavor is, mm-hmm. maybe you know tonight or tomorrow you go and collect all of the ingredients and you cook it up and you listen to some Bob Marley and you listen to, <laughs> listen to whatever you know whoever inspires you. Yeah. And take your own mini vacation because I think that's what food does too. It's like a, your own mini vacation uh-huh. away from the 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 static that's out there in the world. Yeah, I think you know what I'm. I'm I think I'm going to listen to um, uh, Luke Reno, the uh, Luke and the Lovingtons. The uh, Luke was uh, one of the guests on the show last uh, last fall, and um, uh, and he and uh, Benjamin Suarez they have. Um, uh, the, uh, the, the goodness tour where they, um, uh, I, mean, I have to get those guys back on this thing. Um, that they do work in the Bahamas and I mean, we're, there's so many good connections. We're, we're just, yeah, we're just out of time right now. So <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us this week. I've been talking with uh, Weeda Duncan uh, about the cooking show and, and other good things. Remember to go to braveheartsforkids.org. Help us in any way that you can. Just $20 uh, can bring a banner of joy to a child with cancer um, means now more now than ever before. Uh, please plan to join us every Monday at three central time. And uh, whenever you feel like it on your favorite podcast, uh, next week we'll have our guest, Scott Mason, and we'll be racing down the purpose highway. So catch us if you can uh, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And uh, we'll see you next week until then be well, stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 